0: Welcome to the DJ Insider Podcast, sponsored
1: by Amplified Events. It's the only podcast where we break down insider information from our weddings, experiences, and advice from over 15 years in the wedding industry. We're your hosts. I'm Mike Kane, owner of Amplified Events. And I'm Chris
0: Zart, general manager of Amplified Events. Let's get into it. We're back. We're back. After taking a... Couple week hiatus for vacays and sick kids. Yep, we're back in the studio, ready to crank exactly. out another. So we did uh, two weddings together mm-hmm. uh, this weekend. One at Lure uh, we on the Lake with like all of our friends. Yes,
1: <laughs> and then one at uh, the Design Bar. Yeah, and uh, no weddings on Saturday, which is super weird. That it's was like, weird, and
0: it was eleven uh, eleven. Yeah.
1: Yeah, oh they yeah, yeah that that is strange. That's like a big date and everything and yeah, you know, really weird.
0: Numerology is important. A lot of people get attached
1: to dates. And for us Saturdays are not available for the majority of the year, but yeah, that was cool to have off. <laughs>
0: that was nice. But uh, uh things that stood out from those weddings that you remember?
1: I I mean Good Friday bed. was just a insane party. It was just a rager. Like it was just fun to watch everyone have a great time the entire night. Um I was just assisting with you on that one, so I was more so spectating, but it was just like, yeah, super gorgeous, um, probably the biggest wedding that I, I've seen at the Allure so far, but uh, yeah, it was just a great party.
0: It must have been close to 300 people. Had to have been. It yeah, was that's what it felt like.
1: Yeah. And then uh, Sunday was my first time at the design barn, and that was gorgeous. One, I love being close to home, for, you know, 20 minutes away or whatever, and uh yeah, I can't wait to be back there. the The staff was amazing. That was like something that really stood out, stood out to me. I'm I'm like I can't remember the the uh, her name at the top of my head, but the coordinator that we worked with was just fantastic. She was just so on top of it, made me feel like um, you know, I did a lot a lot of parts of the job that I normally have to do. She kind of took care of already, took off a lot of stress on my end, which is it was huge for us. So that was pretty great. But uh, yeah, what about you?
0: I mean, both weddings were were pretty pretty great. Um, But yeah, Friday was insane. It was. Uh our good friends uh, get married and uh, we've worked with them in the past and we got to work with some of our favorite vendors, uh, Sonia, um, and then McKenna uh, was assisting her and uh, yeah, Carlos Media was there. So it was cool. We'd done a lot of uh, uh, weddings with the Allure in the Lake, so it was phenomenal having their staff as well. Just and
1: overall dream team, I think. It
0: really was. Yeah. Um, and I, I knew a lot of the guests at the wedding. I, I wasn't planning on it, but it ended up I knew a lot of them, mm-hmm. which was really cool. And everything was just really smooth, really easy, full floor. Um, I even mixed it into the last song, which to me, like, it's just, you know what's going well when it's just, you don't even want to slow it down or stop anything. Right. It just goes right into the last song, which I did that disco lines love story from Taylor Swift again. Cause it felt wrong to like have a rager floor all night and then, all right, guys, everybody chill. And then last song, you know, right, right. it felt like, like let keep me just mix it into yeah. it. And then it's like, you know, she's doing that little, um, you know, love story, uh, acoustic little dun, 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 that walk she does on the guitar. Um, and so, yeah, it's just the, the beat just kept going and I was like, all right, this is the last song. And they all came out. Keep the energy high. Yeah. Can, <laughs> there yeah. were so many spilled drinks. Like it was just, oh, it was insane. It was absolutely epic. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, Really cool energy, and it felt good to, like, honor that, to, like, really take good care of our friends. That uh, You know, Tyler works in the wedding industry, and mm-hmm. he's worked with him for years. He actually did our first company holiday party. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's what I, my first, one of my first memories of him was uh, him, like, helping us out. I was mm-hmm. just like, this guy's cool. So, it was really cool, yeah, to be a part of his wedding and celebrate and, and do it up, do it right. So, um, but, yeah, it got me thinking. We've been kind of killing it. Lately, like, just the best of the best is that time of year, just crushing
1: weddings. We talked about a lot of the nerves that we have kind of at the (laughs) beginning of the year, like, fade off a little bit, and we're just, when you're going to every weekend, you're just kind of dialed in, you know, Um, and you can just kind of channel that with every wedding you do, and, like, it's great when that confidence just kind of builds more and more going into, like, the end of the year. Um,
0: But, like, so last time I think we met, we did Halloween kind of spooky stories, uh, from like crazy. <laughs> but I think it's it, it'd be fun to kind of go back and touch on like we talk a lot about the best weddings and those things, but what are some of the worst weddings memories that you've had? Worst weddings you've done? And what about it was so bad? And then what did you learn mm. from it as a result that makes you better now and you you know, makes you want to avoid that in the future. I have a few and there's a couple I didn't talk about last time. I'll
1: right. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Um I think I've really learned in this job to, to just trust my gut more than anything. Um, especially the amount of time I've been doing this. I I, I usually know what's, what's going to be best for the dance floor for the party for the day of. Um, and, and people at weddings can really make you forget that sometimes. Um, and there's a number of ways they can do that. And this, this one circumstance, this is like probably the first year that I started doing weddings on my own. Um, and I was just getting started and like, you know, I was a little younger, like my confidence was not as, as nearly as high as, as it is now. And um, we're having a, a really good dance floor. I, I'm following the vibe of the, what the Brian Groom want, you know, the, what the guests out there are wanting. Um, everything's going really smooth. And then this lady comes up to me and and she's, you know, probably like late twenties or something. She's like this, the older crowd needs to get out there. And mind you, you know, we gave probably a good the first hour of the dance floor. Uh, we played a lot of oldies and stuff. We kind of... And then we increased the energy, moved into more of like um, the list The Brian Groom gave us, a lot a lot of, you know, current hits, things like that. And great. Uh, more people got on the dance floor. It was just, you know, can't can't do any wrong. It was just going great. And then she's like, older music. We got to get the older crowd back out there. I'm like, you know, I'm just kind of transitioning into this new vibe now. And then she just di- wasn't getting it. Kept coming up, coming up, coming up. And then finally she got her uncle, which... This is the moment that I've been standing the whole time and I just like wanted to sit down or like threw a slow song on, just wanted to like rest my legs. I sat down. He came up behind me and put his hands on me, like on my shoulders Oof. and he, and he like got like right in my ear and he's like, the couple is paying you a lot of money to do this wedding. You need to do the right thing here and listen to what the people around here are, are telling you to do. Yikes. And I, and I immediately was like, do not touch me not okay whatsoever. And then, um, from there, I, I believe from what I remember I went and cause they, they still weren't leaving me alone. I talked to the bring home and said, Hey, listen, this uncle, this person, this is how they're treating me. This hard talk to me. I'm so sorry that I have to tell you this in like the middle of the wedding right now, but this is what's happening. Um, I just kind of wanted to get your like two cents on it. I I'm going to, I'm sticking and they're like, you are doing great. Do not change anything you're doing. And then, and then they left early, that, that uncle and this sure. cousin, I I have no idea. Once they um, realized their threats didn't work. Yeah, but yeah. it was just like uh, being, you know, physically threatened like that <laughs> and, and, and but, you know, I I think I did. I played like an older because I just wanted them to back off or whatever. Yeah. But I you know, really Here you I go. now I would have, you know, um I would have just trusted my gut more. I would I would have stuck sure. to, to what was working well. Um and, and over after that it was still it was a great wedding. We we you know, it ended fantastic. But um that was just so surprising that something like that could happen uh and it's so i i've had nothing really like that happen there was one other time that i had i think i brought it up many times in the podcast before of like my equipment getting pushed around and stuff by this guy but i've really not had much like that but i yeah it's really just told you know that experience has told me trust your gut stick to what you think is going to be the best plan um and that's that's all i can really do and then uh, I don't know. I, I still don't know. Like, should I talk to the bridegroom about that? Should I tell them later? Maybe that's something I should have waited. But like, I don't know. It just me, was a weird situation. The you know? longer
0: I've been doing it, the more I try to have those conversations with the bridegroom before the wedding about what do I do if a guest gets in my face. Um, you know, how do you feel about older music or younger music, or what? It, what do you really want? Do you trust me to give you that? And like, is there when I'm left with that decision? You know, what should I do? Kind of thing, right? Um, and the longer I've done this, the more confident I am at at feeling the crowd out doing what's it's. And then also setting that boundary with guests coming up and okay, Mm -hmm. we had somebody Friday come up and they wanted a couple older songs. So I worked those in, um, but we just kept raging, kept going. And then somebody came up, it was like a few songs left in the night and we were playing sandstorm and it was going crazy and people were dancing and going nuts. And this older woman comes up and she's like they're not dancing. You can. You need some help. You need help. And I go, what are you talking about? And I, I look, made her look because the floor was completely packed. Everybody was dancing. And I was like, what are you talking about? I literally just put it right back on her because she was accused me basically of not knowing how to do my job and doing a bad job. Mm-hmm. And that nobody was dancing is what she was basically saying. She's like, well, nobody's dancing. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I showed her that everybody was, she's like, this is like seizure music. People are having seizures to this. And I go, well, that's your personal taste, but it seems like the crowd is in favor of what I'm doing. They seem to be enjoying it, you know, and then she just left, you know, mm-hmm. walked away, so. But, yeah, I think more of that is pushback and, um, you know, that to me is usually one of the biggest things. Of course, we all have those, like, nightmare scenarios where the power goes out. Or there's like, I've done a few in Chicago and there's certain areas where we just can't get good signal on our wireless microphones. Mm -hmm. People are just interrupting on our signal and they're just, the mic is getting dropouts. Yes. You know, Uh, that'll happen. Um, And you work your best you can with that and you have backups and stuff. And then ideally you prepare your couple beforehand. But to me, the worst or when I've overextended myself, I've essentially promised something that I'm not, I didn't really want to promise. I didn't really want to do but I felt like I had to cause it's what the people wanted mm. and more experienced me now would be like, no, that's not really what I do. Yeah. Um, and the biggest factor with that are like the last minute asks the last minute changes and Oh, we're going to have a live performer. Okay. So this is a wedding I did a few years ago. I was like, okay, great. Uh, who's coming, you know, it was like, Oh, you have a keyboard player and a singer. It's like, awesome, we can do that. I can plug in the keyboard, just tell them to bring their XLR cable or their quarter inch, and I'll have a microphone. No problem, right? No, they brought a full band. And it was at a new venue I hadn't been to, and the band already set up before I got there. And they were set up back in the back corner uh, and the band—they had a drummer, they had a keyboard player, they had an accordion player, they had a cello player, they had a bass player. Mm-hmm. Um, so full band. Then they all wanted monitors, which I don't have. Oh, I had, man. I, so I gave up one of my speakers as a monitor. Um, then we had ceremony, <coughs> which was three, you know, two hundred yards away, out, out, just really far out. And at the last minute, the um, the son of the bride wanted. Um, to have, like play guitar, so that day I was getting new strings for my guitar, and I brought like a guitar stand and cables and everything mm-hmm. to like help out. You know, like oh yeah, I should have told him get your own guitar. I should have told him that's not something we do. Sorry, right? But no, I wanted to be super helpful, so I brought the guitar. It took extra work to do that. Then we had to bring a speaker out there, and I was just running like 300 foot of cable, so I was getting dropouts because it's just it's way too much cable, way too far away to be running speakers course the band sounded terrible because I didn't have enough inputs. I didn't have enough training on like at that time to like what to do, you know. And uh you know, luckily we saved it with a great dance floor later in the night, but that was one I went up and apologized because I was just like we just we felt we came up short here
2: mm-hmm.
0: based on what I wanted to do, but I felt I didn't say this at the time, but I felt overextended. I felt like they had way too many asks, they had way too many surprises and I was I should have just said, nope, if you have a band, have them bring their own PA, have mm-hmm. them do their own stuff, uh, and have them EQ themselves. I'm I'm not a professional sound engineer. This band clearly knows what they're doing. Right. Have them bring their own stuff. Um, so those kind of things I, I would have pushed back on. Uh, and, you know, it, it took that, going through that, it's not, oh, we need more reverb on the mic, and we need more. There's all these, like, little extra things that these, like, a give them us a cookie little asks that you know, are not a big deal. So it's easy Mm -hmm. to say yes to, but then when it adds up and you're like, Oh, if this sounds badly or it goes badly. And of course it is because I'm not prepared to, you know, basically be a sound engineer for a full band right now. Right. Um, so it's going to sound what it sounds like. and But it, when it sounds bad, they blame you. They blame the DJ. Mm-hmm. When the equipment's not working, they blame the DJ. When the,
1: there's a technical error, there's a... Even when it's nothing to do frequency, with
0: Frequency, you know, trust <laughs> me, if I could make it sound good, I would make it sound good. I'm try, always trying to make it sound the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they set us up really far from where the dance floor is going to be. And or they're dancing somewhere where the dance floor is not, something like that. And they need me to crank my speakers. Yeah. And I do that so that it's loud enough then where they're going to be. But then I have guests coming up. It is too loud. Can you turn it down? Because they put the, you know, the most sensitive eared people always seem to be sitting right next to the speakers. Yeah. (laughs) You should always put young people next to the speakers if you have a choice in that. If you Should. can
1: avoid it, don't even have any tables near speakers. That's but yeah. the
0: ideal, but sometimes certain venues, you just can't do that. Right. Uh, and I've had people come up and touch my speakers or move them or turn them off. I, that's happened a couple times mm-hmm. Or they just, some guy didn't like the speaker, and he just turned it off. I was like, you're just not allowed to do that, guy. He's like, well, I don't want this in my ear. I was like, well, I'm very sorry. Maybe you can train seats with somebody, but people need to hear the speeches. I need to do introductions. I have announcements, and we have music. So I'm sorry that your table is right here that you don't like the music or how loud it is. That wasn't up to me, but I'm here to do a job. You know? mm-hmm. Any other uh, horror stories
1: or crazy, terrible weddings you've done that? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think. Um, you know, I I mean, there's been plenty of times and I, I just, I can't even really think of one just because it's it, it's happened so many times. But, uh, but like you were saying, this last minute asks, I've just had like, I go in, I have all the information that was given to me ahead of time, completely clear, that's the plan. And then I get there and everything is different. Oh, actually, uh, we want to change our first dance song now. Or actually, uh, we do not have this person in our bridal party. We have to completely change the order of names or, you know, whatever. That's that's just happened countless times. Yep. And that, that's We've talked about before why you hire a professional and, and not just anybody. And that's like, it sucks to do that kind of stuff. But we, are, we have the ability to be flexible and respond to that and then kind of, you know, work from there like sure like that it's terrible that we had i had this plan and now it's completely changing but we can respond to it and, and, and go from there but no there's not a there's not a specific one i can really think of i just know that's happened a lot the really tough ones sometimes are when like the couple has very
0: specific taste and they are not backing down they want to hear their songs and yeah. then you play their songs and their crowd does not like that taste of music yes. at all and the crowd's not shy about it and there come. I've, I've told you that story one time about that older guy that came up. I was playing Drunk in Love by Beyonce. The bride literally just came up and requested it. It was also on their list, but she's like, I want to hear it next. So we were playing it, and he's like, you got to turn this off. This is terrible. And I was like, well, the bride picked it. And he's like, well, the bride is wrong. Oh,
1: it didn't even back down. Yeah, no. Yeah.
0: And he was like, you're ruining this wedding. And I was just like, I am playing what the couple who paid me said they want. And look, she's out there dancing with her friends. You know, uh, then that guy apparently went and yelled at the groom and the groom came up and was like, just play some older stuff. I was like, okay,
1: you know, just trying to do my job. You know,
2: <laughs> no, now that
1: you actually bring that up, I did have a wedding like, uh, three or four years ago that, um, yeah, the bride had just come up to me and, and it was kind of like we we started strong and then. They gave me. They were like, "We we pretty much only want country, and nobody there liked country, like at all. <laughs> Nobody's dancing to it. Nope. Yeah, but we give it a shot. That's what, what they wanted. A, and, yeah. and and I was changing it up. And as soon as you know, I st- as soon as I started changing it up, the bride came to me and was like, "Hey, if you can go back to the country stuff, can you play this song specifically? I'm like, "Not a problem. And at that point, I was just like, "You know what? Sure. This is the fine. You get. You gave me this list. I will just stick to that. Um, I don't think they really care that there wasn't a dance floor or whatever. So I literally hit play. Ten seconds go by. The maid of honor comes up. And the whole night she had kind of been on me a, a bit, like for no reason. Yeah, yeah. And then uh and I was playing a lot of her requests too. Like I was like, I was, you know, I was on her team. I wanted her to be on mine as well. But she's like, this song is absolutely terrible. Change it right now. Like that was that was her tune. And I was like, the bride had just told me to play this song. And and compared to what you just said, it was yeah, it yeah. was a flip. She backed that. She was like, Oh, I'm sorry. And then I never, I didn't even see her the rest of the night. She yeah. left me alone. That was it. Because I was, I th- she came I think, at you
0: hard, thinking it was your, you, you yes. chose the song. I
1: think she finally realized that all of the Stuff non-existent dance floor that yes, was happening. Was that wasn't me. Fault. Yeah, it was the music that they had given me, and yeah. they told me to stick to. It, which Wait. also, you know, to prevent that, I do with all my couples. I let them know, like, if I see a list of music, and I can tell this is not a typical <laughs> what would work for a good dance floor. Yes, I let them know, like, hey, I see this music you've given me. Um, I do not know if this is music that all of your guests enjoy, but like, how do you feel if, um, I, I am playing this, but it results in no dance floor. Are you okay with me throwing in music that I think would be okay for a dance floor? I, I at least kind of throw that out there. And honestly, most of the time that, you know, I've had a lot of couples are like, nope, I just want to hear what I want to hear. That's fine. (laughs) <laughs> Not all weddings do have to have a dance floor. That yeah, is sure. like there are plenty of weddings where they just want to dance occasionally to a song or two. It does hurt on our end because it just fe- it feels like we're messing up constantly. But yeah. sometimes people just want to like dance a little bit, go and hang out and talk. Um, and that's just how it goes. Yeah. Right. But- we also, because we do this every weekend, we can see what it could be. Yes. And there's a lot of elements that
0: go together to make a great dance party which some of those elements are immediately out of your control at, at a basic mm. venue or you're in somebody's backyard or the weather is terrible or, you know, it's just the energy is it's not there. Yeah. The people don't – it's – we did a Sunday wedding recently and sun, Sundays are hard because everybody has in their mind they're going to go to work. Mm-hmm. They're not going to dance. We, we get a little bit of a dance floor, but you're not going to get a three-hour, four-hour dance set. You're going right. to get an hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And then people are tired and they're going home. And then you're left – for the last hour, hour and a half of, like, 20 people. And they're done dancing. They just want to talk. Yeah. Um, Bar still
1: open. They can yeah. sit down. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just how it goes? That's just how it goes.
0: But it's, it never amazes me. It never ceases to amaze me that, like, how many times people, like, this guy clearly doesn't know. They assume that the music we're playing and that we're just they're, – they're so assured that they could do better than us, and that they don't—that they think we are playing this song, and that we have no clue, like how to get people dancing. I'm like, and there couldn't be further from the truth. We do this for a living. I know the songs that get people dancing. Sometimes those songs are on the don't playlist. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's factors beyond their our control, and there's factors that this person doesn't know about. Um, but I love that they always think that it's, like, it's our personal taste. I mm-hmm. was <laughs> like, I wouldn't listen to most of this at home, you know? And, you and think I'm just listening to this on I, the drive home? I, you most know?
1: people that that they come <laughs> up and they're like, oh, you should be doing this. Right? It, it's We're looking out for usually everybody. But, like, Try most to. of the time, if they come up with a song and they're like, you know what's going to get everybody going? It's really just, like, them and maybe a friend or two yeah. that's around them. That's who they're prioritizing. And that's, like, I'm, I'm trying to make everyone happy, not just you and – two other people happy or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's tricky. It's so great,
0: too, because they, they don't even look at the floor. They're not seeing the big picture. Mm-hmm. They just know that they're not hearing their song and they're not dancing, which yeah. is what that woman did on Friday. It's just <laughs> like,
1: well, there's plenty of times where you know like uh, guests request a song and then we play it and then they're sitting and they're on their phone and
2: they're yeah not, they're, they're not, not even, even listening and I remember I
1: played it they come up and request it again I played it oh I missed it played it again no like two two months ago we were doing a <laughs> wedding and and you were we were talking about that and you wanted to do an experiment but you, you, you had messed up the <laughs> the initial by saying to the guy which got him out there but he he gave us a song and he's and you were like oh, okay am I gonna see you out there to, to that song though yeah yeah and he was like yeah And then realized, (laughs) oh man, like, because he was trying to play DJ, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can, I'm gonna give him the music. So if I play this, you're gonna definitely go dance, right? And he was, he was out there. Yeah. After that, any songs, we didn't say that again, then he was, you know, gone. (laughs) (laughs) He was a nice guy. It was, I had nothing against him, but it was just like, it was funny of like, kind of called him out and he's like, yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) Yeah, I could
0: do that. Not a problem. I love doing that, especially when people really push you hard for it. There's no trust. And I get, they don't know me. Mm -hmm. And uh, they've been ignored before by other DJs. And usually there's a reason. It's not, I don't just like ignoring people. I don't just like, yep, writing down their requests. We'll get to it, you know. I have a plan, Mm -hmm. typically. And also that plan is adjusting how the crowd is adjusting. Yeah. And I have information from the couple of their tastes, their desires, their wishes. And I'm saving some of those great songs that you want. And the couple once I'm saving it because the couple's out talking or hanging out. Like, I'm waiting for that
1: precise moment. Yes. Well, I just had, yeah, this was a few weeks ago, and I was at Dune's Pavilion, and this one guy, and he was awesome. Uh, he came up, and he's like, "Do you, can you play Every Time We Touch by Cascada? And I was like, uh, and it was one of their must plays. And I'm like, absolutely. But it was not the time of the night to play it yet. And I knew that we could get there. And, I mean, it was just a, like a killer dance floor just rager like no i could not play a bad song but i i I needed to be at the right time yes that i played it and he came up 30 minutes go by he came came up again he's like you you really are gonna play that? i'm like listen i'm gonna tell you right now i don't do this (laughs) i promise you i'm going to play this song because i know i'm going to play it and i know it's gonna hit well i just need to find the right time to do it he's like i understand and then like an hour goes by and i'm like about to do it and he comes up again he's like listen i'm not i'm not trying to like pester you i am old I need to go home. Like I had, my wife took the kids. I came to this wedding alone. I'm exhausted. I, I, please. please. He's like, please, I'm begging you. I'm like, li- I'm like, I have it on my board. Like I'm, re- I'm ready to mix it. I'm like, I am going to drop it. Like, and then I did, um, I did sandstorm initially yeah. and they, they loved it. And then I blended it into And then I, I swear this guy just was losing his mind. Like, he, <laughs> like, like, i he went so and then he went home after that he came up he's like thank you good things good things come to those who wait you know so it's you know out of all the the weird like guest horror stories we've told it's like that one that was like i you know i made that guy's night yes but i was like and i I was like was it worth it he's like yeah i'm like okay okay it's worth the wait i don't want to just like drop it just because we have a plan in mind we have like um it's not like oh what, what song do you have up next oh i'm kind of thinking of the next 10 songs I want to do, or the genre I can swap into, yeah. whatever. Um, we're constantly, and that, that plane can change sometimes. Um, and we've talked about what a wedding could have been. I've had plenty of times where, like, going great, going great. Brian Groom come up, and they're like, can you play this song? And it's such a, a, like a shift, a complete change. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, of course, like, I'll play it. But, and then that keeps happening, and then, like, energy's back and forth. And I'm like, we could have been going all night, but now it's like, Oh, I played this country song and we're in the middle of doing like hip hop, and everyone's like, I'm gonna grab a drink. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: But. but that's important too. Drinks are important. But yeah, it's everyone has the right to have a bad wedding if they want. Right. And if they want to interrupt their wedding with, the, you know, with a slow song or they want to interrupt the energy, that's their choice.
2: That's fine. You we're know? happy
1: to do it. It's um, just we know what it could be. You
0: know? Yes, yes. And I try my best to not, you know, be so arrogant that I know better. Like I right. do know better, but I, they know best about what they want it's their wedding Mm -hmm. and they, they are the customer. And so I want to please them. I want to make them happy and I try to educate, but if they're
1: still like, yeah, play some wonderful tonight, Eric Clapton. Okay. I think the best it can be is when it's a collaboration, when like we really can, you know, couple and, and DJ can work together of like, give us the songs you really, really, really love. Like we definitely want to play. And then like, a few other songs. Let's let's take it from there, yeah. And we can kind of fill in the gaps, do what we think makes sense with your dance floor, with your guests, with you. But um, yeah, if we can collaborate and kind of meet in the middle, that's that's when you're gonna have a good wedding. Yeah. Um, yeah, hundred percent. And
0: I, you know, I, I want it to be the best wedding possible, and I've learned that you don't interrupt energy; mm-hmm. just let it flow. Um, and you know, we always talk about like the speed of a song key of the song, Mm -hmm. the genre of the song. But more than that, certain songs like elicit feelings, certain Mm. feelings. And if you get good at this and you do it over enough time, you start to feel the crowd's energy. And you start to give them songs that match those feelings. And Mm -hmm. that will then keep going. Right. And ideally, you want it to build, build, build. And if you have to plateau to take a break, you can. But then build, build, build. Um, But you don't want to be like, let's just kill everything. And I I thought of a fun game, and I don't know if you know if it could be considered a game. Okay. But I have some songs I've prepared. Sure. And I was going to play them, and we can just talk about the feelings these songs elicit. So maybe guests at home listening could, like, connect with, maybe
1: understand what this is going
0: on. Let me grab my (laughs) computer.
1: Yeah, well, Mike's stepping away. I, I could say, like, yeah, the feeling, and then I think that, like, you know, you smell something that can elicit a memory. I th- Songs, music, that really elicit yes. memories, you know? Yeah. Especially now for me, you know, I just turned 26 this year. I have a lot of people um, that I went to high school with that are getting married. I keep seeing them at weddings all the time, and it's like the songs that we listened to when we were, like, 13 to 16. <laughs> like, when those get played, it's like, oh, it's like the nostalgia kicks in. You sure. know what I mean? And that can be a huge rush. So I will play
0: a song, okay. and you just tell me the feelings that you feel. We can talk a little bit about the feelings. Here's the
1: sure. first one. I'll try my best. <laughs> oh, disgusted! Yeah, you're only playing that because a dubstep guy. Yep. That's right. That's right. <laughs> some guy
0: heckled me on Sunday, yelling for dubstep when there's 20 people there, and he kept yelling out what is he that thought. Some Skrillex. That's Skrillex. Yeah. yeah, but he kept yelling out that he wanted dubstep. And dubstep is discordant
1: noise. How do you dance to that?
2: Yeah,
0: You
1: don't. You just bang your head and move. It's fine. If you want to go to a rave in a club, that's fine. But we're not club DJs.
0: Some people want discordant noise. Um, Typically at weddings, you don't, unless you're building to that. And there's just that release of energy by, you know, jumping,
1: moshing, pushing, whatever. Um. (laughs) Disgust, then. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I just, I would say just, uh, just warmth, you know? This is just, it's just a feel good. This is probably one of my most, like number one songs that I play were like right at the beginning. This, yeah. this is probably within my, my first five that I play at most yeah. weddings. Um, it's just such a warm song. Just makes you feel happy. Um, people of all ages feel good to that song and sing every single word. Like You can tell the people who wrote it and as they're performing it have deep
0: feelings. Mm-hmm. It's soulful. That's where the, the term soul comes from. It's just a deep you can connect immediately with the emotions of that song and that people are singing it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just like nothing is going to stop us from being in love.
1: Right. When I listen to them, I'm like, oh, damn, they're in love. Yeah. Right? (laughs) You know?
2: Ain't no sunshine when she's
1: gone. Yeah. (sighs) the song makes me feel a little melancholy, honestly. Immediately. Sad, but like introspectively sad. Right. A little depressed, but like...
0: You know, like, let me kind of sort through some of this. And so there's a time, believe it or not, where this song would be good. Yeah. Cocktail hour, dinner, especially if you're kind of going for, like, a good mixture of feelings. To I don't feel. know if
1: I could do this on a dance floor, honestly. I, I would not do this as, as a... Is Bill Withers, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do it as on the during the dancing portion of the night. But yeah. I think dinner or cocktail hour, that could be really good if you're wanting people to be a little bit more introspective mm-hmm. and to have a range of emotion. Um Because immediately, like you said, melancholy, that's... Yeah. Oh, this is sweet. This is beautiful. I'm thinking somebody's looking out a window as it's raining, you know, thinking hard about... um,
1: You get to dance floor and that's just going to be like... I actually don't recognize the song yet. Got to give it a moment. Kind of a similar... This is more of like an 80s melancholy, though, you know? (laughs) Yes. It's like now I'm crying in front of the window, but there's like a neon sign also hitting my face. Yeah, I would say it's probably the same feeling. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, like, the first one, It Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone, like, is, like, let's say those feelings that, like, this woman, this person in my life that I love <coughs> brings love into my life. When they're gone, it's hard for me to feel happiness. Right. Whereas, like, the Foreigner song, Waiting for a Girl Like You, mm. is just, like, I've been waiting. It's just building. Mm. I'm just... Oh, I can't yeah. wait for you to come, I've been you know. waiting. Yes. Yeah. But it reminds me of, like, you know, your Stranger Things, just, like... The melancholy of of childhood, but also, like, longing for for love. Mm -hmm. But again, if you're going for that kind of feeling with deep meaning or just kind of a cool vibe, it's a great song for, like, a cocktail um, or even, like, a ceremony Mm -hmm. if you're into that type of vibe. Mm -hmm. I mean, tell me, you have so many memories with this song.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. So many positive feelings. Yeah, I mean, it's just a... I mean, one, that's just a classic wedding song for sure, but it's like... I I'm just picturing people shouting on a dance floor right now, just cause that's like yes. my, my memory, you know? Um, and it's about like his buddy's daughter. That's kind of like,
0: the song content is literally about his buddy's daughter. It's not a good. Oh, interesting. When you break down the lyrics, apparently the story there is not a great story. See, that's
1: the thing. There's so many songs where it's like the words don't even really matter. Is like, that's just, it's permeated culture at to this point where I have different feelings than what the artist intended
2: mm-hmm.
0: perhaps. Um, Yeah, yeah, everybody, I don't know anybody who hasn't heard this at a wedding and is singing at the top of their lungs and it puts them in immediately a good mood. Yeah. Ah, Mm -hmm. You know. So, yeah, when are you going to play that song? Oh, that's
1: yeah, that's like end of the night. Um, We've, you know, we've danced real hard. Uh, And I mean, listen, there are some weddings that like Friday, that wedding was going Bam, bam, bam to the very end. Yes, but some people, a lot of people, do get pretty tired. I mean, yep. it's a long day. Um, even for guests, it's a long day. Yeah. Uh, towards the end of the night, it can be really great to do songs like that because you can still be out there. You feel good; the yes. energy's still high, but you don't really have to do a lot of movement. You can yeah. kind of just like get in a circle. Let's get the bride and groom in the a whatever, lot of you weddings. I
0: mean. Yeah, you, we've danced now. Now we want to sing, right? We want to make memories. We want to embrace in a big circle. This is a great song to do that to. Mm-hmm.
1: i i kind of have a a similar feeling to sweet caroline but it this this one's more of a build yeah you know yeah it it, slow burn you know yeah but the right crowd i mean i've like they're singing every word and it's yeah very very similar it's this is a just a fantastic build of energy and uh just yeah that's that that song makes me feel so good and makes me think of almost famous (laughs)
0: well yeah like the the tiny dancer you know all that kind of stuff and what's so funny to me is like
1: you know they they steal the hook this song Mm. see that's why I like uh, you know there's mixed feelings with certain people but I feel a lot of people really like these remixes because you kind of get a similar vibe but like you can move to this you know what I mean yes you could play this, you know, earlier in the night. This can this is very danceable. Yeah, and especially if they're loving
0: kind of club hits, but then you can have some of those throwback samples. Yeah. that hit well. Um, but there's a certain emotion that goes with that, and that's what you know. Dua Lipa and the producers put that together. They're connecting with that. They're using borrowing from Rocket Man to like induce that type of energy into a, a dance set. Mm-hmm.
1: know this song i mean oh actually sorry <laughs> there's the internet tiktok
0: it was celine dion and it's all coming oh. back but there's mm-hmm. these two guys who do like they do our joke magicians yeah where they hold up like a golden you know sheet and then they drop it you know right at the, at the drop of her singing and they disappear and it's kind of funny but they're talking about just the epic nature but they, the idea is they're not really that good of magi- mag- magicians you know they disappear and the guy's like hiding behind a little tree you can clearly see him you know mm-hmm. Um, and I think it spawned from that, that TikTok internet phenomenon where people would hold a sheet up and then disappear from in front of their dogs and their dogs like, where did they go? You know? Um, but it's like kind of obvious to human, you know, mm-hmm. so they do that, but they do it really Epic cause they're acting as though they're like Las Vegas magicians on the street. Right. You know? Anyway, I see it shows up on my TikTok feed all the time and that song elicits that emotion. I've done it at a weddings a few times mm-hmm. and people are just like, "It's the most epic thing ever." I mean, this is the singer from the movie Titanic. Mm-hmm. You know, just the the largest most feelings you can feel in belted out into a song. Um it's an epic feeling when you're singing this song.
1: Ooh. I mean, this I just, I've been really listening to the lyrics of the song lately, and it's just kind of, it, this, this one's also a little bit of a bummer. It's like about being like, yeah, not like cheating on, but like just like, just like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to fall in love, but every guy just wants to mess around. I like, mean, Rumors is a crazy album because everybody
0: was, they were all cheating on each other, sleeping together yeah. at that time. So it, it, that comes through in the lyrics. But, but uh, you know, like this song got a shot of energy and popularity when that guy did that video of him longboarding and drinking ocean spray to this mm. song and it went it went viral and it reinvigorated invigorated the song and so now everyone's like oh yeah that's such a good song
1: i've been i've been seeing that song pop up in a in cocktail dinner yeah. playlists like a lot this year so but the guy perfectly it, yeah.
0: captured the it's a kind of a nice flow it's perfect that he's longboarding he's drinking ocean spray it's like he he's having an amazing chill day and that has this feeling where it's just i'm just i am the most relaxed chill I'll ever be, and so if you want that feeling at your cocktail hour, play that song. Mm-hmm. That's a great song for that. Um, and especially cause you're gonna get, it's an older song, you know, it's from the, what, the 70s. Um, and all those crowds. Yes, yeah. and then it's, you're also the young people love it too, because now it's, it's, it's a viral thing, so everyone knows the song now.
2: Mm-hmm. To
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. You just, just immediately have to raid. bounce and dance and go nuts
1: to it. Yeah, I just uh, break things. I don't know if that's a feeling, but like, but in a fun way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not yeah. like in an angry way. Yeah, you like, want to fight, but like fight because you're full of life, not because you're full of anger. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you want to dance. It's like Masha at a punk show. It's just like yes. it's that similar feeling. Which actually happened I didn't bring that up <laughs> like two weeks ago I had a wedding and we were like ending with like pop punk and stuff like that and like this one guy was just like shoving it was re- it was really funny and he was like trying to start like a mosh pit everyone's like no uh, it's no, a wedding don't want to get injured it's not it's not
0: the. it's not the place it's, it's funny not the though. right mood
2: peace up, peace
0: up. right yeah. this song is very much like it's about we are getting started with the party right right
1: now I think I used to have a Playlist that was like passed down from other DJs, it was called pump and Grind. Yes, <laughs> like that's yeah. like that's that I feeling. made that playlist originally. Yeah, th- there you go, what? this was on there, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's yeah, that's the feeling for sure. Um, that immediately, I mean, that's like a that one always like 98% of the time hits. And I like just hearing the beginning of that song, I can also just hear like ah! like just you know, people are like, yes, like yes. finally, like that's kind of like honestly, that's a good song that I feel the turning point of going from like one point in the wedding to like, it is time to party. Yes. Like, we have been partying, but like, yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. You know? And
0: most weddings, you're not gonna drop this first song because they haven't been warmed up. They're right. not juiced up, they're not ready for it. You gotta be already raging. And mm-hmm. then you drop this song and it takes it to another level. But this song is like, we are partying now. Right. It, it's undeniable. Like, even, no hands, to kind of, we're about to party, mm-hmm. we're about, to, and we're not gonna even have hands when we're doing it. But, <laughs> but, ushers, yeah, is like, it's happening, the party's happening, yep. you know? Uh, and that's why people have, and they have so many fond memories of it because it, for a lot of people, it's that song mm-hmm. that elicits that emotion of, it's time to dance
1: hard. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Now, usually I don't do this, but, uh, Go ahead on Break them off With a little previews Of the remix
2: Now I'm not trying to be uh, blue, but hey, I mean blue, it's blue.
0: Immediately I'm like It's late I'm tired But I still right. want to have A good time And there's probably Another party to go to Yes The night's not done But like I'm tired Like it's a chill You We've know Had some
1: drinks bounce, bounce, bounce. We're still like Not ready to be done With the night But like yeah Totally It
0: definitely has That feel to it <laughs>
1: Right, the song it's goofy, it's silly, it's it's like this is one that, you know, got everyone dancing, but it's like grandma's also singing, you know. Yeah. And the younger people are also singing. Yes. And, um yeah, I mean, it's just like a feel-good song. It's beach
0: vibes, it's high energy, it's sunlight and, and water, and just the feeling of, like, let's get silly. Even his voice is over, you know. It's uh, just my th- la- uh, sh- yeah. You know, it's...
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, that song is so long. It's it really is very long. long song. I think it's, like, almost six minutes. But that's one that, like, I feel like I, I generally play from start to beginning. Because it's, like, it's got the breakdown at the end. Yeah. And then... It's like you you have to play the full song. G- generally, it's it's rare that I fade out early that song, but it is is a very long song. Yeah, I I don't have uh, any
0: more than that. I don't want to like beat this to death. That but, was good though. But yeah. you see the idea of what I'm going for that uh-huh. you know certain songs have certain feelings, and sometimes people come up and they request uh, something that it has a very specific feeling which they're going for, but that's not what anyone else is going for. This would be an example. I mean, it's sweet. It's romantic. If we were just, you know, doing this, like...
1: This is the end of this song. The only time that I would feel comfortable going from that to, what was that, Wonderful Tonight, right? Yeah, and now we're going... Only time I would do that. Is if I literally look out at the crowd. Nobody's and, there. And well, that's e- when you would... either that or, or panting out of breath. Yeah. Like, oh my, we need a break, like we're gonna yeah. die. Like right now. But even that, there's
0: other songs I would do, I would do the R. Kelly song before I would do right. Still wonderful can keep tonight. the energy
1: high, but yeah. like not
0: keep the mood there, but uh, we don't have to dance as hard. Now we can right. sing, but it still fits the energy. It's 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 at least adjacent energy. The wonderful tonight just <laughs> I mean, that steel guitar yeah. for is... For me,
1: the, the song that's, like... It's a sleepy bar in the 80s is what it feels like to me. Ignition, I've stepped back on a little bit, but, like, buy you a drink, T-Pain. That one has been just, like, a... That's a similar... It's a very similar vibe that, like, you can groove to it, and it's, like, yep. That yeah. song has been coming in hot this year, for sure. Yeah, but... Sorry, I probably play a bit longer then. No, you're fine. It's a long intro. It's like a 20-second oh, intro, yeah. I usually skip ahead. Bye, you drink. But it's not
0: too much. It's, it's yeah. a pretty slow kind of beat. And there's a you kind of bounce your body to it. Yeah. You know, how you're dancing will indicate a lot about the beat structure, the mood, the feelings that song is eliciting, you know. That's why we have those different responses. But as a DJ, you're, I'm seeing the, the feelings through line. And I want to, I'm, okay, we're feeling good. We're feeling good. We're feeling good. We're feeling romantic. And, and you know, it, it, so that's why we don't always play that next. Because we haven't petered out yet. People are still dancing, having fun. Hmm. People are still accessing those feelings. I don't want to switch that and switch to a romantic soft thing yeah. until it feels like the right time yet. yes. And so when people come up, like, is it next? Well, probably not. Because that you're requesting something that doesn't match the feelings of what everybody's feeling right now.
1: That's like, it, it always hurts when someone's like, well, what's the order? Like, is three, four songs now? I'm like, where I don't really I know Where am I in the queue? Well, don't we don't really do know a queue. Yet. Yeah. I don't know. Because it's 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 in the moment. It's like, yeah. it, and it's, there's times where I'm like, oh, this song's going to be good. And then a few songs later, I'm like, actually, no, I, I need to do it later or whatever. You yeah, know what I, mean? it's I
0: don't have the time to explain to you, nor do you want to hear dj theory dance floor theory music you know i don't have the time to explain this to you right that's why we started the podcast yeah (laughs) (laughs) so anyways that does it i don't have anything else you have anything else
1: no not today
0: guys thank you as always for listening uh i'm mike i'm chris we will see you on the dance floor
2: (laughs) Woohoo.